Welcome to the Spiritual Sandbox. You're listening to Amit West. I'm a transformational healing facilitator, guide, and ceremonialist. To learn more about my offerings, please visit my website, heartpathguide.com. And you're also listening to Jill LeBeau, and I'm a spiritual psychotherapist, author, and guide for living in the magical flow. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and my services, please go to my website, which is easejoylove.com. And to find out more about us, please visit our website, spiritualsandboxpodcast.com, and check us out on Instagram. If you'd like to support us, please like and share and leave us comments. We would love to hear from you. And we are thrilled to bring the magic to uplift you, to raise your vibration through ease, joy, love, and a whole lot of laughter. All right, so today we are talking about the universal law of oneness. It is our, yes, our tremendous (laughs) divine staff that loves to have fun with us. All kinds of ways, interesting ways. <laughs> so many has bestowed upon us at this time, this very auspicious time, the inspiration to not only study this more deeply, but also to share with our listeners the 12 universal laws of the universe. And so we are starting out with the foundational law that is the law of oneness. Now, Jill and I have been speaking about these laws amongst ourselves for a while now, and we've also spoken to some of these laws in our previous episodes. So, you know, we titled our episode today, We're All One, And then we ask, are we? Now, why did we do that, Jill? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did that because so many people are unaware of, um, well, the, the spiritual laws to begin with, and certainly unaware of the law of oneness. And our conditioning, you all may have noticed, is exactly the opposite of the law of oneness. Uh, the law of oneness being the idea that we are all connected, all interconnected. Well, we know that our conditioning has been the false premise of separation. We're all separate. We're in separate bodies. We're separate from each other. Certainly separate from the creator. Certainly separate from source. That can't be who we are. And this Mm -hmm. illusion, this false premise of separation, I would say, is what all suffering is rooted in. 
uh, the separation that we perceive, it's a perception, again, it's been drilled into us. It's, the, it's our conditioning through eons of human, uh, the human um, experience. Experience, yeah. Yes, yeah. thank you. And I love when they come up with this. Yes. <laughs> we, we are, are one. one, Jill. <laughs> In our case, I mean, we really are one. Yes, sharing shoes practically, right? <laughs> um, which allows us to have so much fun together and share that with people. And oneness is there. It's, it's, it is the way to fun and ease and joy and love and abundance and vibrancy. And that's why we're so excited to speak about that today on this auspicious day. What is today? Well, who knows <laughs> when the recording will come out. That, re that remains an unknown to this mm -hmm. day, though we are eternally grateful for our beloved Lori, who yes. actually gets it out into, into the podcast sphere where other humans can listen. But the, the calendar date today is drumroll. It's August 1st. Oh my with goodness. How did we get here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the super moon is bringing in all kinds of cosmic energy. And from my understanding, um, the, you know, I would, the diamond that I call from it all <laughs> is really, really, really let go of those, those beliefs those habits, those thought forms, those ways of experiencing yourself and others, the judgment, all of it. Time to let go. <laughs> time to let go. It's go time. And what mm -hmm. happens when we release all of that to the light? What happens is we create the space for the things that we most want to experience. I also would like to add uh, uh, a couple things came to me. One is, of course, the Rumi quote about um, out beyond the ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. Of course, mm -hmm. after... I love that quote. Be, mm -hmm. Yes, it's so beautiful. And then, you know what, Amit, it then instantly brought me right to Joshua, our beloved non-physical group of teachers who are thrilled um, <laughs> that we are speaking about them. <laughs> Always. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we, we, we did an episode. They were, they were on our show. We had a grand time with Joshua. We had a wonderful time with Gary Temple Bodley, who channels Joshua. And their whole thing is the same. It's, there is no wrongdoing. There is no right doing. Everything is, what is everything, Amit? What is it? It's one. It's one and it's perfect. It's one and it's perfect. And we want to bring this conversation today to um, ground it in how Amit and I are experiencing. I mean, we've been kicking this around for the last couple of weeks, all fired up. A couple of weeks ago, both of us were all fired up going, let's talk about the 12 spiritual laws and do a deep dive with them. And boy, oh boy, we were having quite a party. We mm -hmm. wanted to bring all of that in for all of you today. But I'll just say one quick thing um, is that today I was guided to look at the clock this morning. And what did it say? 11-11, which is all about oneness. And then Amit, you called my attention to 
what was it? You saw that it was 111 and that mm-hmm. was right on the heels of a conversation or a text we sent. What? Yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. so we, and we are really basking in and feeling how we are one with each other, with all of you, with everyone, and absolutely with our, the whole non-physical realm of life. So, which I could go on and on and on. I'm making room for you, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes. We're, we're not going to be linear here, and that's that's a big God. part of the fun. Yes. <laughs> and goddess. <laughs> So I want to um, just uh, take a, um, what is it? Not a step back, but that's those are the words that are coming through. So I'm just going to let it. I want to um, get back. You know, what is the law of oneness, right? It, you know, one way for us human beings to understand it as our ancient ancestors did is that it's a hermetic principle. And as we already spoke to, it is foundational to all the rest of the laws and all of existence, as it reminds us beyond our perceived reality of the mysterious unity and web of life, this field of living conscious energy that is existence and that connects us all. As Jill already said, we are all connected. We are all interconnected. We are all linked in this collective consciousness within this single source and field of energy. The law of oneness ensures the universe's equilibrium and stability. And it reminds us to be mindful of our impact on our environment and all that is because we are all linked here in this world, in the universe, and throughout all the cosmos. So I wanted to to uh, bring that back in and and talk about it from the foundational of understanding what that what that is and what it speaks to. Do you want to add anything here, Jill? I absolutely do. You sensed it. I did, <laughs> as, as you're wont to do. Um, so I was guided to a book um, that uh, was channeled by Karen Noe called "We Consciousness." 33 Profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace. Um, this book uh, brings in our beloved Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, who passed in, uh, who made his transition in 2015. So he's very much a part of the We Consciousness and also um, has sections of this book where he is speaking directly um, on his own as Wayne Dyer. But um So I was excited that I was guided to it. And uh, I just wanted to Mm -hmm. read a couple things here Um, in terms of how non-physical, in this case, um, the we consciousness puts it. And they say, um, so what is the we consciousness? The we consciousness is an awareness of the unity of everyone and everything, including animals and nature, our divinity, compassion for all of life, What a person does to oneself or another affects the whole. If you can fully grasp 
these important truths, you'll be able to create miracles in your life <laughs> and make a significant difference in the world. And the first of these 33 concepts is the most important truth is that we are all one. Our oneness encompasses everything and everyone, including God, the angels, ascended masters, enlightened beings from other areas in the universe, deceased loved ones, animals, and nature. This concept explains that you are not separate from anyone or anything else. And while this is difficult to understand, when you are here in the physical body, it can be realized through stillness and meditation. If your thoughts are going a mile a minute, you are ego-based and will not feel your connection to anything else. Therefore, quiet time is imperative if you are serious about experiencing your connection to God, to others, animals, nature, the angels, ascended masters, enlightened beings from other areas in the universe, and even your deceased loved ones. So that's what I wanted to add. Mm, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. You know, I think ultimately at the core essence of this law, this principle, this truth, and this reminder is what it points to the greatest, one of the greatest illusions um, and masterful programming and conditioning that we've been experiencing here on earth is the illusion of separateness. And I mean, look at how dual it seems, right? The law of oneness in front of versus separateness. And as, as you, you read on, right? Exactly that we're talking about poking holes in and dismantling this masterful program that we have uh, been conditioned within our minds, our brains, our consciousness, that we are separate and that we're here alone, having our own individual experience, and everybody gets to live in our world, right? And in the world that we are experiencing. And in some ways, yes. And in others, what just popped in, as I said, is, oh, yes, that is a breeding ground for narcissism right there, <laughs> um, which we see so prevalent um, in the way that we have evolved with social media and all of these things. Um, so we can take it in many different directions, um, consciously, unconsciously. And again, what the law of oneness calls us to is to be mindful of our impact on our surroundings, on our environment within and without. And I'm guided to pass the mic back to you, Jill. <laughs> well, I, I'd like to say that... Um... The, I wanted to bring in my amazing, magical grandkids for a moment. And the reason why is 
they're such teachers for me. Um, mm-hmm. They're such models of love. Um, and when I'm with them, so um, our oldest is um, 12 and the youngest of the three uh, grandkids is seven. And um, through these years, I just, I'm in such a state of what I call not just bliss, but bliss, because the word bliss did not seem to be able to, in one syllable, contain Mm -hmm. the energy that I feel in their presence. And what does that have to do with all of us? Well, again, we're all one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they're in their purity and innocence, um, such magnificent, um, masterful uh, models of who we are in our essence, because in our essence, that's who we are, pure love. And when we, you know, when we think about, when we just consider as a result of the way we've been conditioned, how it's the opposite on this planet and, and even uh, different channels um, from non-physical, the groups, they'll, and they'll talk about, we understand how challenging it is for you to be here now and what they ask of us really you know, you're thinking well what's my purpose what am i here to do and i heard something um from um saint germain um or saint germain is mm. the way that he likes to be um referenced and um you know an incredible ascended master um that many people know of and i heard i heard them say something and it wasn't the first time I've heard this. And they said, you know, if you want to write books and you want to go speak on a stage in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, and, you know, if, if, that, if that's what floats your boat, go ahead and do it. They said, however, all we're asking of you is to stay here on the planet. Now, why would they ask that? And, and, and speak about it as though it's the most important contribution we can make. And it has to do with, you know, if you're tuning into a podcast uh, like ours, you're someone who's very present. Chances are you're very sensitive. And in that presence, in that loving energy that you are and that you emanate, again, through the law of oneness, we are transforming life on the planet. Now, if we look out at at what we're seeing just through using our physical senses, we'd be like, okay, you know, that's crazy. However, it doesn't matter because we are pulling on our inner senses, our non-physical senses, our sensitivities, which are superpowers, and realizing, wow, this is the impact that we're having. So that's where I wanted to go with it. Yeah, thank you. I want to add to that, right? Why are we being asked to stay here on this earth, being our full presence, uh, bringing our full presence, being our full presence, calling forth our full presence as we dance in the ebbs and flows of life is also, you know, that a reminder that we chose to come here and why are we needed here because we're a piece of the puzzle and when you know you're trying to put a puzzle together if you're missing a few pieces then it's not complete it's not in the wholeness Mm -hmm. 
right? And so we in in the tapestry of this earthly realm um, all bring something forth and it's incomplete without us. So I wanted to say that as you were um, asking the question. I'm so glad you did because that brings in this whole, um, another illusion, another deception that um, so many people are still living with and under, which is that they're unworthy. And so the whole idea of, I mean, throughout history, if you're, if you're saying to people, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a piece of God. So are you, they're like, okay, blasphemy, kill him, put him in prison, you know, off with your head, all of that kind of thing. And yet that's, what's true. That is what's true. And with, in relationship to what Amit just rolled out right there, just thinking in terms of, yes, you have a place here, a very important place here. And your worthiness is never to be questioned because you matter, your life matters. So many people are like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? I don't know my purpose. You know what? Nobody told me what my purpose is. Mm. Our purpose is us. We are our own purpose. And we get to decide as independent, free will, sovereign beings, we get to decide what we want our purpose to be. Now, in the third dimension of consciousness, where there's so much density, where almost everyone still lives, and yet where we where we all have been living for quite some time, I would say until fairly recently, um, uh, we were taught, you know, it's what you do. That's what matters. What are you doing? What are you doing? You know, people, you know, meet each other and on the street, how are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing, doing, doing? And how, how many plans do you have? And how full is your calendar? And mm-hmm. All this obsession. How far out is your life scheduled? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> do you know mm-hmm. what you'd like to speak about on a podcast <laughs> that's next year, at literally 12 months from now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Nope, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and I And I like it that way. Yes. <laughs> Pray tell, why do you like it that way? Perhaps you'd like to <laughs> offer something because about that. Because I'm in the present moment. Yes. I'm not looking at the future in terms yes. of what might I be inspired by then. <laughs> I don't know. It's fun for that to be mysterious for me. Yes. Next year will be next year and we'll see. We'll get there. <laughs> yes. And what we, and, and, and also the thing too about the fifth dimension is you know, people are like, oh my God, life is so hard. It's so difficult. It's such a struggle. It's so much that, yeah, in the third dimension, it really is because it's dominated by fear. It's dominated by the illusion of separation. And it's got us thinking that since we're powerless and there's a whole lot of fear and a whole lot of competition, you better get busy, work your ass off and be the best and do the most and da, 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 da. The fifth dimension and what we've been learning is, no, come into the moment, take action when you feel inspired to do so, because the inspiration is coming from the higher dimensional realms. So really, we, when we start trying to think about it and map it out and figure it out and move things, move the pieces around and try to control everybody else and all this other stuff, there's only one thing that happens, which is 
we block what we want to experience from showing up. I used to listen to a lovely um, man, a medium uh, named Hans King. He too is, um, he made his transition. I remember one of the things he used to say, he used to call us his baby angels. And he would say, my baby angels, you're standing in front of your front door going, how come I'm not getting what I want? And he would say, please, baby angels, just move away from out of the doorway. It's trying to come in. You're blocking it. Isn't that Mm. wild Mm. that in the fifth dimension, it's really about knowing how we're guided, whether it's through seeing 111 or 1111 or 123 on the clock and the other ways that the magnificent, miraculous synchronicities that show up and people are like, a lot of people call a coincidence. No, no, no. First of all, let's go over this, shall we? Just for a moment. There are no coincidences. There's nothing random. Mm -hmm. Nothing is accidental. Every bit of it is absolutely divinely orchestrated and divinely timed. Okay, that's what I wanted to say. Indeed. (laughs) Yes, yes. As you said, it's all divinely orchestrated and also speaks to, in that law of oneness, that we are all together, one big orchestra. Mm -hmm. And you know, what we're being called forth towards in co-creating more peace, more love, more joy, more ease, more flow, more abundance, more prosperity, I could go on and on and on, right, is to, um, oh, where was I going with that? Why, uh, um, wait, no, it was good. Um <laughs> There was noise outside. I literally would be helping. Oh, yes, the harmony. Yes. Ah, Perfect. That's okay. Yes. So as a one big giant orchestra of all the cosmos, we are learning how to harmonize and create a beautiful melody all together. And when we all come into that, can you just imagine... Can you just imagine the symphony, the melody, the music Mm. of a shared vision, shared knowing, shared willingness, shared commitment and devotion to co-creating all of that together? And when we are not mindful about the impact that we have, our very thoughts, our emotions, they all have an impact. And, you know, this chaos, this discord that we feel, that we see, that we hear, that we sense out in the world, in this earthly dimension, is very chaotic. It doesn't feel like harmony, does it? doesn't sound like harmony but we have the full potential to create that together. And it requires all of us to find that rhythm together, to tune in 
to that melody, to hear our own voice in the choir, knowing that we are part of something, that we belong. Yes, we hear our own voice in the choir, but we also hear the choir itself so we can sing along. And that's what I wanted to say right there, Jill. Oh, I love it. I love it. We all are um, given being given the, this opportunity. Uh, so many people, you know, who what soul wouldn't want to be here at this time of mm-hmm. the shift of the ages, the great awakening. We were chosen. If, if you're here on the planet now, you know, we've been chosen and we had conscious intentions about how we wanted to live life as a grand adventure. And life can mm-hmm. be lived that way. And we have the opportunity to live our own, what I like to call ho, H-O-E, <laughs> to live as a ho, which means, and this is a different kind of ho. This is heaven <laughs> on earth. And just as we each have our own voice in the choir, what is one person's heaven on earth is going to be different from everybody else's heaven on earth because each of us is a unique emanation of the light of the divine and just thinking about again kind of being in that place of really bringing my focus over and over and over again these last couple weeks to the law of oneness i realized that just focusing on it just remembering that this is the foundational law of all the others it's it's uh you can frame all the others starting with this one and that when we focus on it it's a remedy it is a remedy for the Mm -hmm. different experiences the chat the emotional challenges that we've all experienced um when we're not mindful of the truth the law of oneness in my case i noticed that when a comparison uh thought has emerged over these last couple weeks I catch it really fast and I'm like, hold on, I need to be uh, uh, reveling in my uniqueness, reveling in my uniqueness. That feels great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. we know, and we know, we, we already know whether we're living as a blended being, that, that is to say, living, leaning into our soul's perception. We know it because if we're feeling good, if we're feeling great, or if we're feeling thrilled, that's how the soul is experiencing and perceiving life. When we're not feeling great, it's the soul's way of saying, darling, you can keep looking at it that way. But just so you know, that's a different perception than what I have. The other thing besides uh, melting away comparison, which used to get me. And it's okay. I have compassion for myself. I'm, there's the human aspect. We're still, you know, uh, mired. Most of the planet is, but that's, and that's changing in this whole thing about, you know, not only comparison, but competition, right? It's all about competition, competition, Uh competition. There's healthy competition and there's unhealthy competition. And when we lose sight, when we forget, about our own unique divine emanation and aspect of the divine here on the planet that's when we are uh suffering it's another form of suffering it's like competing 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 
and not honoring who we are, which leads me right back to, again, with the grandkids. Um, um, our seven-year-old grandson, Zachary, I've spoken about him. I'm going to keep talking about him because you know what? What a teacher he is, has been for me. Uh, when he was two years old um, and he, I was strolling along with him uh, one day in a beautiful, I think it was like a summer or autumn uh, day, and I got this inspired idea. All of a sudden it came into my, my being, hey, Zachary, let's talk about all the people who love you. And I would name someone, he would name someone, again, two years old, back and forth and back and forth. And then he pauses at, uh, after we go through about 15 or 20 different, you know, people that he knows. And he says to me, and Nana, I love myself. And I was just so thrilled and rendered speechless, yes. which if you know me, you know that that's a rarity. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But and then a year later, he's three, and and we're having this conversation. I'm like, remember when you and I re- recounted the story that I just shared, and um, I said, remember when you said that? And he goes, and he again, he pauses just for a couple of seconds and announces, and I love everyone. And I thought to myself, well, I know I don't. <laughs> 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 that just simply wasn't the truth. Now, I've come along over these last several years um, with the intention to love everyone. Um, do I, can I say right now that that's the truth? No, I cannot say that, um, to be honest. But I know it's possible mm-hmm. and it is my intention. And, and, and just in being mindful of the law of oneness, it's allowed me to notice. Um, when I'm not feeling love for other people or for myself at times or judging another, all of these negative entanglements, putting us in a prison of energy that is the lower vibration where we suffer. So, okay. Well, I had to bring Zachary up, couldn't leave him out of it. I'll bring the other two up before we stop. Of course. <laughs> beautiful and thank you for sharing you know all that that you did that's i think it's beautiful to hear and i think will be helpful to others as they oh well maybe go into judgment of oneself do i love everyone do i love everyone all the time where am i at with that and without you know going into shame or judgment to just um, be with what is and, and you can choose just like Jill and, and myself too, to rest, uh, focus and dedication and practice into and, and on that, you know, how can I be, uh, more loving with everyone, hold compassion. Um, I think in general, I'd like to say, Jill, I know you and I'll speak for myself too. Generally, yes, loving all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in those moments where someone cuts you off in traffic, where you might not <laughs> feel that love in the moment of who is this stranger, you know, that has uh, so rudely cut me off and ignored my own existence and claiming of space. Um, And in in those moments, wonderful opportunities to both allow the human uh, reflex reaction 
to be there, but not drop anchor there and take that as an opportunity and invitation to take a nice breath in and out. (sighs) Acknowledge your own experience and then call oneself into how can I maybe love in the moment is challenging. Go to compassion. That is a beautiful doorway to the the field of love. And can I have compassion for this person that cut me off? You know, maybe put a story together, whatever you need to do. Maybe they're in a rush. Maybe they just had a crappy day. It doesn't mean it's okay that you're making it okay. Um, But you're releasing yourself from holding on and honing in on other, you know, mm-hmm. we've been so conditioned right in that separateness to view, uh, other people as other, as this foreign, um, being foreign existence, foreign energy, foreign presence that we in all of our conditioning just to feel, to come into or to observe from the feeling of the thought, the belief of separate, it sort of instills a sense of paranoia, a sense of defense Mm -hmm. against that other, right? And all the ways in which we were taught to look at differences rather than commonalities. And so we're coming into recognizing the commonality, the thread of life that links all of us together, the thread of this experience, this earthly journey that we're all sharing together. Yes, we have our individual, but also collective journey that we're all sharing. So... Another, yes, and another another um, thing that is um, that I have found helpful when I am frustrated um, or or angry in, uh, in the spectrum of you know from mildly irritated to you know pretty frustrated about whatever it is is to remember that and this is a to- this is definitely a practice because I mean this is new um, but. Uh, the whole idea of everything that happens, if we if we keep coming back to we're all one, everything is perfect in any given moment, regardless of how our beloved human may perceive it. But here's the big truth is every single thing that's going on is giving us, it's the universe offering us, it's an invitation from the divine to step into our mastery beyond where we've been. Well, if we realize that when we pr- when we practice it and and come back to that time and time and time again, I I don't know about you, Amit, but I'll I will tell you I personally find it thrilling to mm. see myself um, either not react the old way, not go conscious and react unconscious, sorry, and react the way I used to react, or if I did do that, that's okay. Um, not go to judgment, like you said, and then see that I can, I, at that moment can just go, you know what, I'm just going to bounce right back. 
I'm going to write, I'm bouncing mm. right back mm -hmm. into a conscious, intentional state of love. And if it's not quite up to love, you know what works really, really well? Oh, I use the W word. Um, what, what's effective? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I caught myself. Uh, what's effective mm -hmm. is just go to I accept. I accept. Yeah. The moment we uh, take a breath or two or three or 10, nobody's counting. Um, and then just be, I accept this moment just as it is. That sends, it activates the peace of our soul. So that is another also wonderful way to navigate through the triggers. Yes. I love it. Yes. Beautiful. I'm thinking, what can I add to that? Well, this is more, I guess, you, what you were talking about, as I see it, is more on the, the micro and then there's the macro, right? Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. accept. I want to add to that. This is what's coming through. Mm -hmm. I accept that I am a part of everything and that everything is a part of me. Love that. Right? So yeah. right there, it starts to dismantle that yeah. other othering yes. that we do. Yeah. And reminds us, you know, I am you and you are me. Beautiful. Right? Um, and, and again, always ultimately what that invites us to is to treat ourselves with love, with kindness, with respect, with compassion, with seeing our full potential and continuing to encourage ourselves along our path and also to, to treat and extend that to others as well. Treat them with love, with respect, um, and all of that compassion to remember that even the person that is pissing you off the most right now, <laughs> for example, is a human being mm -hmm. with their own dreams, their own wants, their own desires, their own hopes, their own struggles. And when we can leave room for that, it starts to humanize mm. the person mm -hmm. more. Beautiful. Right? I love that. And that's really what it's all about. You know, like when we look at all of these different ways that reflect to us how we've been taught to compartmentalize um, and to to take in this, this notion of separateness is we were taught that our minds, our bodies, and our spirits are separate. We are not separate. The mind cannot exist without the body, without the spirit. The spirit can exist without it, but not here in physical form. And so you know, when we, I guess where I'm going with this is an invitation for everyone to take some time to reflect on how 
the illusion of separateness has infiltrated your consciousness and where it took root and how you have been moving from a stance of separateness, how it's informed your point of view about yourself, about others, about the world in believing separateness, even for just a moment. And if you've ever experienced that sense of unity in your, in your being, in your body, in your consciousness, then this is where it's hard to put into words. It's a direct experience that is undeniable and good luck trying to argue with that, right, Jill? I don't mm -hmm. know how else to say it mm -hmm. <laughs> in this moment. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, since I'm talking about the mind and the body and the soul, you know, and how we were taught to see them as separate, what is coming forth more and more, and the ancients knew this, our ancestors knew this, and we forgot over time, many of us, and we've been coming in, in, back into this remembrance that when we experience illness, disease, suffering, it's because there is not a conversation that is going on between all those parts of the self. And maybe, you know, if there's a physical illness, we only treat the physical aspect of the self. But what's coming back now and has been coming back now is the understanding that to treat a physical illness, you must go to what is the mind steeped in, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? And how is the spirit, how is the energy, the essence experiencing that? Where's the disconnect between all of those, mm -hmm. right? And what that brings me to sort of another, the other side of it, where the body can reflect and remind us about the oneness, the interconnectedness of all that exists, uh, especially for us in human bodies, is our magnificent creation known as our nervous system. And looking at how our nervous systems function how they co-regulate, you get next to another person. You're not consciously running it, but your ner our nervous systems start to co-regulate with one another. If that not, is not an ultimate reflection of oneness and interconnectedness, you know, in a, in a tangible way, I don't know what is. We're tuning forks. We are tuning forks. Exactly. Um, and so where does this lead us, you know, as we begin to wrap up? Obviously, we could say so much more about this, and I know that we will in, in all our, our lovely ways, is, again, that invitation to remember that we are all one. What I'm thinking right here, right now, energetically impacts someone else in Australia, for example right? So to bring ourselves to cultivating our awareness, our mindfulness, 
about how we move about the world, what we think, what we feel, what we're putting out in the world. And again, that's not an invitation to judge, berate, and shame yourself as you reflect on what what melody have you been adding to the orchestra? Um, you know, but just to to come back into to a cultivation, or maybe it's new. Maybe it's new for some of our listeners to reflect on and cultivate that mindfulness of our own existence, our own essence, our own vibration, our own perspective and perception, and the actions that follow. I'd love to circle back for a moment um, at yes. back to the body because I know we've we've been speaking about this on um, we probably often do within our episodes and I'm I'm so aware of how much uh, the conditioning to think of our body no matter how what what shape it is what size it is etc to be, it's, it's wrong, whatever it is, it's, it's definitely wrong. Um, with, within, you know, speaking about the interconnection, mind, body, soul, the cells in the body are marinating in the emotions we're feeling. Mm -hmm. So simply by practicing, you know, we have so many, we love um, being really practical and offering simple, effective, fun practices to um, raise your vibration. The more you practice keeping your vibration high, and it doesn't have to be that way 24 seven, but allowing it be, to become your, mm. your vibrational set point and always reaching higher. That's, that's our birthright to do that. And it's fun knowing when we're and in a state of impulse. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when we're peaceful, when we're happy, when we're in a state of appreciation, so much to appreciate. The fact that uh, we are able to speak about this and and have the intention that if you're listening to this, that you speak about it with your peeps and let the wildfire that is love spread. <laughs> Let it spread because we're all mm -hmm. one. Um, I uh, learned uh, something from um, in, in one of the teachings, which is body beautiful. That's what I've been saying to my body. Body beautiful. And the way that I've mm -hmm. used to view myself has totally shifted. Uh, and I'm a nana, you know, I'm not in my 20s or 30s. And I am loving watching the impact that from the spiritual side of things, the consciousness that in holding my body as beautiful and I'm watching it turn into more and more um, beautiful reflections back to me. Well, we're all walking around in one. What a great way to practice, mm -hmm. right? Um, another little yeah. add, yeah. And another little add on is we've all been so conditioned live in our head, live in our head. Well, guess what? That's where the conditioning has been. But you know what can't be conditioned? The heart. The heart is not conditioned. So when, right. we, when we move 
from, and there's nothing, I'm not, there's no judgment about the mind, but moving from the head when we're feeling any, anything other than happy and thrilled, here's a tip, just move from the head into your heart. And knowing when we are living in our heart, we literally feel not just confident, not just um, wonderful, but invincible. That's what we can feel through living guided by our heart. Uh, And so that is something that I definitely want to offer that we can all be practicing. Because I know that, you know, when I'm not feeling great about whatever it is or whoever it is, and I just remind myself, it's going to be fine. Take three deep breaths, three deep breaths, move out of the mind, into the heart into the heart. And you can add a word or two if you want. I like to use pure bliss and just repeating a couple times, several times, pure bliss as I'm slowly breathing in and out, focusing on my heart. Or another good one is I know who I am. Mm. I know who I am. I know who I am. And another one is I set myself free. I set myself free. I set myself free. So those are just some of the um, fun practices that I have found to be extremely effective that allow me to realign with the truth of who I am and, and, and instantly raise my vibration. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. All of that. And what what else might I want to add to that? I think, you know, without taking us into another hour long <laughs> recording is, you know, we're talking about reflection, right? Taking the feedback, um, both from ourselves and from those around us. Uh, I'm sure I know, Jill, you've heard this. I know I have, where sometimes people have said to me, oh, your energy just feels so good. Mm -hmm. I just, can I just sit next to you, you know, just feel that energy. Well, that's some feedback right there, right? Mm -hmm. And, And it also is reflecting of that, that interconnectedness, like whatever you're feeling and emanating, "Mm, I like that and Mm -hmm. I can feel it Mm -hmm. and I want more of that. Now, on the other hand, I've also been told, oh my God, you're a peach this morning, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) by my loving husband, you know, like, oh my, aren't we a peach? Like, Okay. I take the feedback. Thank you. I'm going to remove myself, but I'm going to go outside and hang out with myself, feng shui, whatever's going on for me. And accept, I accept, this is where I'm at. Yes, I'm cranky. All right. Um, I'm going to own that. I'm going to accept and I'm going to support myself, whatever that needs to be. And then when I'm ready, I'll come back. And usually there's the feedback. Oh, you're, you're in a better mood now. Uh, what'd you do? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why I was called to bring that, that forth. I love that. Um, yeah. You know, it's just, uh, again, in that the law of oneness, there's reflections. If you're not clear about, um, what you're feeling, Yes. 
you know, or what you're thinking, go into your heart, feel yourself there. And then look to your environment. It doesn't mean you have to believe. If you do not recognize yourself in the reflection that someone else is providing you, that is a beautiful spot to check in. Is there something in my blind spot that they're bringing forth? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. is it their own projections and uh-huh. they're not seeing me clearly? Good point. You get to choose, right? Discern. Yes. yes. In that, as you said, I know myself. Yes. I yes. know myself. Yes. Come back to that remembrance. Yeah. When we, when we know who we are, the light, the divine source, creator, however you want to think of it, in form... And then we think, oh, you know, I'd really like to have fill in the blank as an experience. We can't go from <laughs> with a creator to, oh, here's a reason I probably will not get that need met. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It's like, well, you mm-hmm. are the creator and there is no thing. Because I've been testing this to see mm-hmm. like, is this, is this true? Wait a minute. Hold on. Are you saying there is no thing I cannot be, do, or have? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, oh my God. And for me, the thrilling part is I like living in those higher registers. I like the higher vibration. I like having joy in the stratospheric way that I love to spiral up into. And it's as simple as what's the last thought I had? And is it, is it, is it, is it uh, launching me higher or pulling me down? And it doesn't matter either way. And then just going, well, okay. So come into this moment, this, this nanosecond, this heartbeat, choose a different one. And notice as soon as you shift, always you can use gratitude or appreciation. It's a magical elixir when you can't think of anything else and then feel yourself soar because that's what we came here to do and be. And did we mention where our plan is to continue bringing the other laws in as we are inspired to do so, because it's incredibly effective. Yes. And, and it's very helpful to know what are the 12 universal divine laws, right? Um, as that sense of order in the chaos, mm. mercy, love, direction in in the chaos of the mystery of self-discovery. Mm. In all right? directions, right? right in right. all directions. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know, I'm called to bring to bring this up as well oh, briefly. Um, is you know, I know we talk about right the 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 higher vibration, and um, you know who doesn't like to be uh, feeling and experiencing positive energy and high vibration. Um, but to those who you know might feel a worry, a concern, a paranoia about the collective energy and and maybe somewhere along the way having made a decision that oh you know what i only want to feel the high vibes i am not interested in these lower vibrational frequencies and you know it's um 
I refuse to interact with people who I perceive as low vibrational beings. Um, and in, in that, why am I speaking to this? Because we're not separate. You can't not feel that it's part of the tapestry. Mm -hmm. It's part of this masterpiece, this puzzle, this web whatever word floats your boat here. It's all there. So use your discernment, feel your sovereignty, hold your choice for yourself, but be willing to acknowledge that you cannot separate that out of the collective. What you can do is shine the light in that direction. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that when-, when Focus the love yeah. in that direction. Yeah, be the beacon of be light the that invitation. we are. Yeah. Yes. And then it's, in, and yes. then it's what's fascinating is to see how when our light is so bright, it, it's, I love doing this. I love going to places, you know, if it's like a medical situation or, you know, dentist, dentist office, like wherever, you know, there's a lot of serious stuff going on. Okay. I love going in there and just, uh, and getting everybody laughing. And it's like, it's so, it's just, I, I love being an uplifter and being able to, that's the thing. That's the power of the light that we are, <laughs> that, that, mm -hmm. that, that it's like, it spreads. It's the wildfire of the light of the love that then other people, um, they're buoyed by it and they're laughing. The next thing you know, they're laughing and having a great time. And I just love doing that. Mm -hmm. I know. And you do it often. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it, you know, but in doing so, right. I, what I want to point out is that you're not stepping into a room and going, hmm, um, there's some lower vibration oh, over at here. All. Not at there's all. some lower, no, you know, right. No, no. You're just no. being, who you are yes, yes. emanating yes. everything that you are focused on yes. and are cultivating and devoted to. Yes, that's um, very true. Right. Yeah. And so we, everybody can do that yes. without fear of the density. That's really what yeah. I want to speak oh, to yeah. that's coming through is, wait, you want me, because I was going to, you know, also you know, suggest take some time, you know, go out in, into nature. It's, it's a, one of my favorite places to do this and just sit, just be, just breathe, mm. feel the nature around you, feel the land beneath you, feel the breeze across your skin, hear the birds singing songs, you know, feel, acknowledge the interconnectedness of all of that. And you know, if you're feeling like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I'm willing to do that. That sounds, yeah, I'm into that, but I don't want to. And you start to go into the separateness. I don't want to feel this stuff over here. I don't want, again, that fear, the paranoia that we must compartmentalize. No, no, no. We need to do the opposite. Again, holding our sovereignty, remembering who we are, being willing to reach into the dense with our light, with our love. Yes. And also being in that acceptance that there is density. 
here. There is density. So we bring that acceptance that it's here. We get it, and as we, we to, do so, go ahead. we take out the set the sense of separation. Yes. We get go to, ahead. We get yeah. to be the love way showers that we came exactly. here to be. And it's fun. And <laughs> and it's a great feeling to see the impact, the positive impact that we all can have. So I want to encourage everyone, whoever's listening, talk about this. It's, it's you know, through conversation, through connecting and, and speaking about this and seeing the ripple effect that we have. It's huge. It's huge mm-hmm. because of the law of oneness, because of the truth. We each and every one of us are a huge, potentially huge power of influence and wherever, if you find yourself someplace in a bank, in a store, in a, a medical office, in a wherever it is, just be the light. Just be who you are. And you will marvel at your own, your own power, your true power will be reflected back to you in the form of smiles and laughter and so much appreciation. And when are you coming back? And it's like, uh, hopefully not soon. <laughs> I'm in a medical <laughs> office. I love you all, and probably not soon. So don't forget. Right. Remember today's experience. Hope to not see you too soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> or ever again. Right. <laughs> but love you just the same. <laughs> yeah, the love. It's here. I will not be coming back. But yes. <laughs> Commit it to memory. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, I love doing this podcast with you. <laughs> yes. Right back at you. Yes. And so with that, our dear listeners, uh, we are with you. We are not separate. Mm-hmm. And uh, we invite you to... Uh, Tune in, bring your awareness, explore how you recognize this oneness and what and all the gifts that it brings. And uh, for now, we um, send you off into this exploration deeper and deeper. And uh, we will be back with the uh, the next law of the universe. And until then, and before you be stop, the love. And hold yes. on just a sec. Just want to get this in. If you felt inspired, if you felt uplifted at all, we welcome your comments. We welcome your reviews, testimonials, anything of that nature. That's a great way to spread the word and spread the light. Just wanted to get that in. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so in the oneness, we keep dancing. Mm. Until next time. We love you. You are so, so loved. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. (laughs) Bye. And we would like to extend a huge thank you to all of our fabulous Playmate listeners and all those who support our podcast with donations through Anchor. Please subscribe. And if you're feeling lighter, 
brighter, more tuned in, more tapped in, more turned on. We'd love it and be totally blissed and blessed to receive your five-star review, sharing the love far and wide. We love you so much. this path may I